0: things. Uh
1: To make items work, he would go to extremes. It would look like an out-of-control spider's web by the time he got finished, but it would work. Mitch Miller. Oh, yeah. And we. Landers. Mitch just
2: just passed away here the last year or so. He almost made to 100, I think. Almost. And Landers, yeah.
1: That's right. I, I knocked off one of my, um, one of my names here, Ann Landers and Dear Abby. They were identical twins.
2: I knew they were sisters. I, never knew, I didn't realize they were identical twins.
1: They are. They were identical twins. Wow. And what's really interesting is that one was named Esther Pauline, and the other one was named Pauline Esther.
2: No kidding. Isn't that interesting? It's amazing they both wound up in the same field.
1: Uh-huh. I agree, and no. I've, I've often wondered if there was any kind of friction there, because I believe it was Ann Landers who started, I know it was Ann Landers who started first, and then Dear Abby came in.
2: Well, you think Dear Abby wanted to be more popular?
1: I don't think so. I think Ann Landers had more common sense than than uh, Dear Abby.
2: Because I just thought, maybe more. I always see like I heard more people talk about Dear Abby than it did Ann Landers.
1: They did. They uh-huh. talked about Dear Abby, but yeah. I think Ann Landers, um, well, you know, that's, that's interesting. If they talk about Dear Abby, Dear Abby has a m- more musical tone to it than Dear Ann Landers. Right. Dear Abby, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder, I, I've I had if you, if you read Ann Landers' answers to some questions and you read Dear Abby's answers to some questions, as far as I'm concerned, I mean, everybody has has different takes on things, but Anne Landers had a whole lot more common sense than her ditzy sister, and they were identical twins, forgive well, me, I did not say they were ditzy. And,
2: and, and Patricia, uh, that's high in, uh, in Patricia's voting list if, if you got common sense.
1: If you've got common sense, my goodness, you are right up there. Yeah. Leona Helmsley.
2: Oh, no kidding.
1: Huh? Is she out of jail?
2: I don't know, did she find a place to stay?
1: I don't know. I don't think it was at the Helmsley Arms.
2: No, probably not.
1: No. Mm-mm. Do you know somebody in football, Al Davis? Uh-huh. He with the, uh, he's
2: the current LA Oakland Raiders owner. He was a famous coach and one of the big mavericks of the NFL. You bet. How
1: about that? Well, he's a July 4th baby.
2: Ah, makes sense.
1: George Steinbrenner, who was uh, with us, but he was a July 4th baby. Yeah, that's true. Cool. Um, Pat Stapleton, a hockey person. Does that name go dingling?
2: Nope, not with me.
1: Didn't didn't do anything for me either. But uh-huh. I left it there because it was a sports person. Okay. Floyd Little,
2: a football player. Uh
1: huh.
2: Miami, yeah.
1: He's a July Fourth baby. Okay. Emerson Boozer, football?
2: Don't know that one.
1: Uh-huh. Okay. Geraldo
2: Rivera. Yeah, uh, interesting guy. Let's see. The Al, Al Capone safe. Yes. <laughs> he rolled, he, of all the work he has ever done, that's the one he's going to That's what I remember him for, because I think my brother and I sat there for the one-hour special on Channel 5 and they were watching that. And,
1: and everybody, I mean, it, it just was such a mess. <laughs> I mean, I just don't even know how anybody on that entire station could have come out in the morning in daylight, you know? hmm <laughs> So bad. Wouldn't you have thought that somebody would have put in a, a, um, a laparoscopic-type probe, an endoscopic probe, just through a little crack and looked around in there? No,
2: I guess not. What? Maybe they didn't have to budget. it.
1: Oh, my goodness. They had the whole world
2: sitting in waiting Well, and committing It, it hasn't hurt a career any. What did they find? A beer can? Yeah, beer can is where I remember. Hello there.
3: You know, we really got my friend Bill Fool. He really thinks that for, <laughs> <laughs> for Patricia's
1: age she sounds great. Oh, wow. And well you know, Milton thought that too. Uh, and I see I'm not going and,
2: and you know, Ron, you're totally responsible for this number that you throw out here. I mean everybody you, know, you know, think
3: I, I remember a caller I remember a caller calling you one time mm-hmm. and, and and saying, you know, this Patricia, you sure don't sound. You say you are. And, oh, it just cracked me up.
1: No, it was your friend Milton.
3: Yeah, it was so funny. It was so funny.
1: Milton, you did that to him.
3: Yeah, and I did this to Bill, and, they, and he, he, we unloaded my equipment, and he's still wondering. I said, my gosh, she she sounds pretty good for Pretty good for a 79.
1: Pretty good? Pretty good.
3: He said, really good.
1: Oh, okay. That's good.
3: And I had to smile and say, yeah, well, I guess she eats the right kind
1: of food. <laughs> I take vitamins every day.
3: That was so funny. Uh,
1: you are, oh, Ron, you are so naughty. I know. But
3: it's it's kind of fun to be naughty sometimes in, in a funny way. It is. So how are so, you? What, did you eat anything special? Um. For your birthday that you treated yourself to, and you know? No.
1: No. Maybe tomorrow.
3: Yeah, like you always talk about liking certain things to munch on and stuff. Maybe I thought,
1: tomorrow.
3: Uh, I'm open to suggestions. Well, I do you 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 like chocolate, but you can't have any, right, or something. Right. Well, not not with sugar, anyway. Yeah. So. I guess we gonna need a substitute.
2: Patricia likes her turkey. That's maybe what she needs to go out and buy a turkey.
1: Buy a turkey? Uh-huh. A whole turkey. Well, let's see. A turkey. Well, yeah. it, it, it could last
2: the whole week.
1: You know what I want? What? I want pepperoni and cheese and my favorite crackers. How's that?
2: Or, and what is your favorite
0: crackers? Well,
1: it depends on which day. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, you know And you want the pepperoni cheese on a crust, or just just hand, just hand it over to you? Oh, I'll, I'll
1: slice it. And, okay. And, yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll have nibbles.
2: Nibble nibble,
1: yeah.
2: Um, what were you saying? Well, well what is too
3: bad is that... Walden and I don't live next door to you, and we could really have a crack of time eating pepperoni. I like pepperoni and cheese. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's a good combination. That's a good mix. Actually, you know, you can
2: buy those pepperoni sticks, you know, in, in little stores, and you can just sit there munch on pepperoni, and that's all you really could use if you wanted that.
1: Yeah, I could do that. Mm-hmm. I think that's, I, I, I will do that. I like, and then I, I have...
2: And then you can cut up some cheese and be happy.
1: Yeah, I could
2: do that. And then, I, and then you can decide if you're going to be saltine, Ritz crackers. I'm a rich cracker person. That's what well, I... I love, but the Ritz
3: crackers have to be good. Sometimes if you eat some Ritz crackers, they're a little soggy, but you don't want them soggy. You no, want
2: them- it... it and, you, and, you, and I notice now they're offering low-fat and salt-free. They're just not the same at the they real. They are
1: not the same. i tell you what. If you want something that tastes really good, it has to be really bad for you. <laughs> well, you know, now
2: here's a question. My, I lived on, we have, my mom's been a saltine cracker fan forever. Mm-hmm. I want to know two reasons, two things. Why would my mom eat crackers in bed? My poor dad.
1: I think that's something for your father to ask.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then the other thing I want to know, once you open the, the box and get into the tin, why do salt team crackers uh, change so quickly, the tape? Yeah, it, it, they get still pretty fast. I know. They, they don't hold up very well. Can
1: I answer? Yes. Because salt attracts moisture.
2: Ah.
1: So they, they will... Up, they, they will attract moisture very quickly because they're salt Ah, okay, that's it. That's, that's it. Why. Okay. So, we got, so what we're seeing, Walden, is once you open we need the to box, for... to come up with answers like that. So I earned my pay tonight. You did. Yeah, we got to eat it right away. Yeah,
2: I have to eat it right away. And eat
1: that's... it right away. Yeah, yeah. Hey, but you know, if you if you feel if you um, tighten up the packages, I use clothespins. You know, clip. Yep.
2: Yep. Yep.
1: I twist the tops and I use a clothespin.
3: Yep. That's a good idea. Yeah, really hey, um,
1: you know, Walden,
3: there's a new um, talking device called Saratac um, on a computer now. Uh-huh. And uh, well, what's good about Saratac is that um, it, it's like you know when Jaws and Window Eyes they have upgrades, right? Sometimes you have to buy them, you have to pay extra for them.
2: Yep. That's true. But
3: whereas this one, for one year, you pay 3.99 to get the voiceover. Right. Read, read, and, if you, and whenever there's an upgrade, they automatically
2: upgrade for you for the That's nice. Just for some people, guess how much they charge us, Patricia, for upgrade? For example, JAWS, you know, the speech software. Like I'm one talking.
1: something else? Up- oh, I, I can't imagine. I know.
2: I, originally, I think I spent, back in 19, $4,200 on it. And then I had to buy a new one, because I went to a different computer for, I think, 1100 bucks. I think it was, it might be an $800, no, look at the scanners, I'm sorry, it was eight, $800 or so. And then they want to charge you for upgrades about, now, about $200 a piece. Yeah,
3: that's right, every time there's an upgrade, window, eyes, or jaw. Yeah. And, as you, they want, you know, if you, well, of course, you don't have to take the upgrade, but, you know...
1: However, so Windows
3: 7 is better. You do take it, but you got to yeah. pay. Yeah.
1: Eventually, you'll be working with an obsolete system that isn't compatible with anything. Yeah. And you know, the same thing happens with Microsoft. Just the the, the office programs mm-hmm. with um, Microsoft Word. You know, your your just your Word documents, your email. I had my email go down on one of my other computers, and that's all I needed, but they were gonna make me buy all four programs. I said, I'll live without the email. (laughs) It comes as a package. You know, who wants to spend $175 for an email program? I I
2: remember that. I remember when that happened to you, yeah. I I mean, it just,
1: oh, it's so frustrating.
3: Anyway, um, Walden, so with this Saratech program, I bought for $399 for a whole, I mean, for the package, and it's mine for life. It doesn't upgrade in the program. I guess, for, I mean, it'll upgrade for nothing, you know. Nice. That's nice. a good benefit.
1: Nice, nice <laughs> deal. Just super. It was the, the, my really favorite word processing program from Microsoft that I loved from before won't operate on. They, they just made it obsolete.
2: That's not fun.
1: Uh-huh. Won't load on the computer.
3: You know, I had window eyes, and you know, I had window mail live mail and I, my window eyes wouldn't read it, so I had to buy um, Outlook Outlook Express or something. Mm-hmm. I forgot. And now it'll you know, read it, but then I switched to my other email. I mean, server, um, server and it's good. It's really good. So I mean, it's unfortunate. Yeah, every time there's an upgrade with Jaws or Window Eyes, you gotta you gotta buy it. If you don't buy it, well. You don't, you don't
2: get it. Yeah. yeah well, I think partly because the numbers are so small, the They have to do, there were a thousand blind people using the product, and so I imagine the the cost of research and development is so much, they got to pass it to somebody.
3: You know, right now, mm-hmm. computers are still not perfect. No. It, Jimmy, you really run into some problems as far as where, you know, even with the screen, at home, it may really works for you, and if you're going to do it again, you just can't get to navigate where you want to mm-hmm. navigate, you okay. know? And, well, that's some of the things that we got to deal with. That's true. But, um, but they tell me, boy, if, if Apple voiceover becomes um, a very good situation, yeah, I would switch to Apple because Apple has such a good good reputation, you know, for yeah. what it does. Yeah.
2: So how was the show tonight, Ron? Did he do you do okay? It was really
3: good. It was really good. Oh, by the way, before I hang up. Yes. And, uh, um, I have um, a synopsis of two MP3 CD volumes of, of um, different network uh, situations on how they covered the JFK assassination. And it's really good. I mean, it's really interesting. Fred Foy is one of the narrators on one, uh, one of the synopsis. Volumes, you know. Um, but I want to know from Patricia, are you interested in that kind of documentary?
1: I probably wouldn't listen to it, but I would love to. Ha- well, that's not really true. I would listen to it. I mean, of course, you can't listen to it all because it's No, so- oh, no, but you're right. I, it's, it's something I would tune into while I was, you know. Once in a while, yeah. Just
3: yeah. face it, Patricia. We don't, I mean, if we, we would become couch potatoes if we just listen to all of MP3s you know that I know That's there's it. no way you can listen to all 52 Damien running Jenners you know what I mean there's no way in your whole lifetime I mean you got other things that you're doing and other MP3s to listen to you can't listen to them all you know no way but are you as long as you're interested in when you do have time to just browse through it I'll send, you there. I'll send you some.
1: Thank you. I would really like that.
3: Fred Foy did a good, the reason why I say Fred Foy did an excellent narration on, on a, one of the uh, synopsis of, you know, of how GFK's thing was handled. And uh-huh. Beautiful. His voice is so Nice to
1: listen.
2: Oh, it is. In, in October, we'll be broadcasting the FOTR panel. And the first thing Saturday morning is Fred's family going to talk and talk about Fred Foy, and so we'll be broadcasting that.
3: F O T R.
2: Yep, the Friends of Old Time Radio.
3: In October?
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Where is that? In Newark,
2: New Jersey.
1: And you're going to leave us again? No, I'm
2: staying home.
3: Well, that's the one that uh, your friend goes, to Dr. Vio.
2: Yeah, that's the one he'll handle.
3: And then radio, I mean, uh, yesterday USA will handle the live um, feed, I guess. Uh huh. Yeah. Yep. Doctor Bill does a good job too, you know. Yep. Um, um, him and his daughter.
2: He and his daughter. Yeah. Yep.
3: They do a good job.
2: Yep. They they handle they handle stuff, and Patricia and I handle stuff.
3: I asked my friend tonight. This is serious. I asked my friend Bill. I said, Bill, if if I paid your way. Would you be my companion and come with me to uh, an old-time radio uh, convention? He said, I would love to. I said, probably go to Seattle. And he said, I would love to. We were in a car. And we were wondering whether they show, he he wanted to know if um, they show old movies.
2: No, but you know what the nice thing is, at the same time they have the old time radio convention, there's a, there's a whole month inter- International Seattle Film Festival that your old movie and stuff.
3: And this is uh, what a smart aleck uh, my friend Bill is. He told me, well, you know, yeah. Uh, did your friend have, um, well, uh, we talked about silent
2: movies? hmm <laughs>
3: Actually. <laughs> he should. Did your friend have a collection of silent radio? <laughs> <laughs> silent old-time radio mm-hmm. shows.
1: That's funny. Ron, I was talking with someone a few months ago, about two months ago, and she was telling me how she had just discovered the old black-and-white television shows, like I Love Lucy. And I said, oh, Peggy, then we have to get you into black-and-white radio. And <laughs> she said, really? She was white radio. No, this is before color, or color radio. Or color radio, and, and she was just so excited, she didn't realize what she had
3: said. I know, and when my, friends, when my friend builds it up, and do you think they have some silent radio shows, you know, <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't think fast enough. I then I thought, what a dumb you know, question. And he was just being stupid, you know I He just wanted okay. to get my gold.
1: Now you can add black and white radio to your list. <laughs> that
3: is funny. Well, I, I will show you some stuff. I, I think for you like this Fred Floyd narration. He is. Fred Floyd, as an
1: announcer, was a genius to me. Agreed. You know? I, I absolutely agree. He is such a joy to listen to. You going to meet him, Walden?
2: Uh-huh. I, I brought him to his last all-time radio convention in, the out, in L.A. I was responsible for bringing Fred Foy out to L.A. for the last time in 2008. So, uh, I met Fred in person, of course I had him on the show, um, and he was extremely nice guy, and, uh, you know, he was, uh, he was very, very, a very humble man, and, uh, uh people enjoyed him very, very much.
3: The reason why I want to go to Seattle, because I'm, I don't want Walter to get all these <laughs> Having these beautiful women
2: uh-huh.
3: dinner with them, uh-huh. dance with them, uh-huh. whatever. I got, I, I gotta steal some of his. You
2: gotta steal some of my female That's, companionship, huh?
3: And you hog them all, all to yourself. He tells me to get dinner with Janet Waldo. and... Yeah.
2: Well, Janet, and call
3: me. And 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 um, yeah. Beverly Washburn yeah. and. You know, I had dinner with Bill the other night. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he didn't.
2: I know. I have lunch with Patricia, too.
3: And you got to meet Patricia?
2: Uh-huh.
3: See, and you get to meet all I am. I
2: am, I'm a very blessed person.
3: You are.
2: I am extremely blessed.
3: And I am serious, you are. I know. And uh, you... <laughs> <laughs> you, just... <laughs> you just stopped me cold. <laughs> I
1: know.
3: What a humble person you are.
1: Isn't
3: he? Yeah, and I'm... Like you said, well, I, well, I'm humble
1: and
2: I'm proud to say it. I'm proud. <laughs> <laughs> That's what makes them so lovable. Yeah. There was a football. There was a song. Uh, Oklahoma and Nebraska had a great uh, rivalry in football, and there was a there was a purity on the uh, on this Oklahoma football team. They created a song, and the song was, "Oh Lord, it's be it's hard to be humble." when you're perfect in every way. <laughs> yeah.
3: It's <hard> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's hard to be humble.
2: huh when you're perfect in every way.
3: <laughs> you know, I can I can just imagine. This is serious. Mhm. Listen, if you, Patricia and myself all got together
0: mm-hmm.
3: in person now, live,
0: uh-huh. we would
3: have a blast. We really I would. I I can imagine up, us staying up late nighttime because Patricia is a night owl and we could just we would just I think
2: we would just. That's uh, true. Yeah, we would. Patricia we, we could have the round table.
3: And we would eat all of munch on is mm-hmm. crackers with cheese and mm-hmm. pepperoni, and we would just have a blast.
1: The community would never be the same again, and we wouldn't care. That's
3: right. So, That's right.
2: Have
1: a good time.
3: Yeah, so Patricia, save your money, and what we can do is maybe save your money, and I'll save my money, and maybe we can all make it happen. In Seattle, you know,
1: you never know. Never know.
2: I think it'd be good.
1: I think it'd be really good. It'd be good. A 79-year-old person traveling by herself would be kind of hard, but well, well <laughs> I, I need a companion. <laughs>
3: if somebody meets you at the airport or something. But, um, yeah. How 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 far west have you traveled, Patricia?
1: I went to California. That's how
3: you
2: met
1: Walden, right? Uh-huh. No, I, I saw
2: Patricia in Florida first, then she came out.
1: What were you doing in
2: Florida? My uncle Jim, the retired 4th Dog general, lives in Florida.
3: In so, the same area as Patricia?
2: So I, I went and saw my uncle Jim. Oh, about
1: 125
2: miles. Yeah. So I, figured, I figured the next time I go to Florida, I'm going to have to have Patricia make the trip up. That way she can meet my uncle.
1: How did you get to her
3: area
2: then? We rolled. My I had my mom and dad roll me down. Boy, you got good mom and dad. I do have a great oh. mom and dad. I keep saying he ought to patent them, but everybody, he didn't do anything about it. Everybody, even all the radio actors, asked about my mom and dad. Can't, Waldo, first thing she called me this week, the first thing, I, I love your mom and dad because they're so real. There's nothing fake about my mom and dad.
3: It's over 125 miles. I, well. Well, Richie. Well, how many years ago was that?
2: We saw each other in 207.
3: Okay, that means Patricia was like 74 she or thereabouts.
2: A, yeah, she was a young pup.
3: Yeah, that way you couldn't let her drive 125 miles, you
2: know? She offered to, but that would be better for me to come down and see her. Okay, there you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. I was a true gentleman about
3: this. we a true gentleman.
1: Mm-hmm. Everybody on the roads that day <laughs> kept me home.
3: <laughs> well, you guys, it's been so sweet talking to you. And I'm glad that we got to sing. You made Bill happy. We all got to sing Happy Birthday to
1: him. That was so nice of you to do that. Thank you.
3: It certainly wasn't a moment to happen a choir, but, that's... <laughs> <laughs> but, but you couldn't. Well, at least we tried. You know what I mean? That's, that's it was
1: good. It was fun, and I really appreciate it. It was great fun for we, you. You know, we thought,
3: we, we, I, 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 I couldn't wait. I wanted Bill to get into this mix, so I, I had to try to call you in my car because. Mm-hmm. I wanted Bill to to meet this cheery young old lady, you know, <laughs> <laughs> on the phone some more and stuff, and impress him some more and, and all kinds of stuff. And uh, so we had a good time. And you and Patricia, you, seriously, you have a good year ahead. And you and I and Bill, I mean, and, and Walden will uh, communicate periodically, and you and I will trade some more shows. Uh, one with each other and we'll have some fun, okay?
1: Agreed. So, We're gonna have some fun. Well,
3: so happy birthday. And you, you. keep um, on bringing out them stuff, you know? And,
1: uh-huh. And stuff we'll, like that there.
3: Yeah. And we'll keep on listening to all your stuff. So, but, I'll meet you guys. Aloha from the land of sunshine.
2: Aloha!
1: What a sweetheart. Great guy. Yeah. Just great fun. And that was so much fun. They called from their car.
2: Mm-hmm. Do you ever knew you'd be so much loved, Patricia? No. You are. Oh,
1: international. I know. This is amazing. From
2: a little bunny rabbit who hides in a little hutch. It's no. amazing.
1: <laughs> well, July seventh is a very important day, and then we can go to a show, maybe. Sure. July seventh.
2: What's on July seventh?
1: National Chocolate Day. Oh
2: man. Is this too good or what? You were born at the right time of the year. I'm
1: telling you, I have. I have This is it This is good
2: mm-hmm. Patricia's patriotic And she loves her chocolate And she loves her ice cream And she gets to celebrate it all in one week And stuff like that there And she gets to report on, on the newest recreational event Whatever The, the nudist camp Whatever
1: <laughs> That's right <laughs> Isn't that a
2: rip? Oh man
1: I want to tell you Nude recreation Uh huh now that leaves an awful lot open to imagine. Uh huh. You can think about
2: that a lot. You should. Uh huh. Hmm. Mm-hmm? Yes.
1: Okay. well, do you want to play a show?
2: Or Let's do, do it. let do. Oh, I'm I'm wide awake. I slept until almost eleven o'clock. You are wide awake. I'm wide
1: awake. Okay,
2: well,
1: what did I send you? I sent you. Um,
2: we could play this. We could play Heavy Days. Yeah. Or well, we can play Fibber McGee and Molly.
1: Why don't we play Fibber McGee and Molly? All right. And we'll save Heavenly Days for next week. Another day. Yeah, because I have some information like the dollar a year man. Sure. Information and things like that. And then we can talk about that after after the show. Heavenly Days is a special show. Um, it's not a Fibber McGee and Molly show in the traditional sense, although it's Fibber McGee and Molly in a show. It's a a special. And it's got some really fun stuff, so we'll save that for next week. And in the meantime, we will play a Fibber McGee and Molly called Painting the Kitchen from November 25, 1947. Molly does the unthinkable. I can't imagine that Molly even did this. She came home with a new bread box and matching canisters. And I'm... Next week I'm going to ask, who remembers canisters? Do we still have canisters? Uh, we do. You do? You yeah. have canisters? Okay. Yeah. Well, I can cross that and well. off the list. Well, the canisters and the bread box are in the latest shade of pink, which is Spank Baby Pink. You gotta think about that.
2: Uh-huh. I guess if he hasn't had his, his little, uh, yeah. uh thing on, it would no. be pink.
1: You spank the baby, and it gets pink, so it's spank, baby, pink. Wow. Bibber says they don't match the kitchen, so he sets out to match the kitchen to the spank, baby, pink, and here we are. He uses the word twerpentine, which I think is absolutely (laughs) charming. He does his thing there. So we are going to be listening to Painting the Kitchen from November 25th, 1947. That means that I get to say goodnight to everybody, Merry Christmas. We will be back with more Christmas next week. We'll really go big on Christmas next week. I'll have Christmas shows and everything picked out. And we got
2: Donnie Pitchford, too. we got a big Saturday.
1: That's right. We've got Donnie Pitchford next week, Mm -hmm. who is president of the National Lemon Abner Society. Mm -hmm. And he'll be talking about some of the really new things that they're doing with Lemon Abner goodies. And talk about Lemon Abner as well in Christmas. So good night, everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Walden.
2: Merry Christmas, Patricia. Thank you. Happy birthday. Thank you.
0: Here we go. The Johnson's Wax Program. With the Johnson's Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. of Johnson's Wax Products for Home and Industry presents River McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The script is by Don Quinn and Bill Leslie. Music by the Kingsmen and Billy Mills Orchestra. (laughs) What would you say does most in making a home beautiful? Well, for my money, nothing adds so much beauty as shining wax polished floors. Floors polished regularly with genuine Johnson's Wax have such a lovely, mellow appearance. They're so smooth and lustrous, and they set off your furnishings to such charming advantage. Of course, gleaming wax polished floors are easy to have. Just apply a little Johnson's Paste or liquid wax, buff, and right away, your floors, too, will have that rich wax luster all the world admires. They will also be well protected against wear and stuff marks, and they'll be so easy to keep shining clean. Besides floors, Johnson's Wax adds a bright glowing sparkle to furniture and woodwork, not to mention a hundred household accessories. In fact, use of genuine Johnson's Wax is a method of housekeeping. Protective housekeeping to take the place of constant soap and water scrubbing. Try it, won't you? Johnson's Paste or Liquid Wax to bring out the beauty of the home. Look on the bright side, shine on the bright side, bring out the beauty of the home. If a woman feels the need of a change of scenery, what does she do? Well, if she's loaded with folding money and looks chic in ski pants, she may go up to Sun Valley or dash over to the Swiss Alps. Or if she's on a short budget, she may just dash down to the barn department store in Whistful Vista and buy a new bread box with matching canisters. Like Mrs. McGee, a Fibber McGee and Molly! They look pretty. My dear, I was just about to remark that I've never seen utensils made with such exquisite craftsmanship, such cemetery of line and such delicate proportions. The finish is superb and the color is simply perfect. Then you're really pleased with it. I certainly am. What are they? <laughs> what are they? Why, heavenly days, it's a bread box and some matching canisters. Huh? My goodness, can't you read the printing on them? But... Oh, wait till I turn them around. Thank Red, flour, sugar, and pink. Very nice. That's a pretty shade of pink, all right. What do they call it? Pink? Yes, the sales girl said it was the latest shade. Thanks, baby (laughs) pink. Thanks, baby pink. That's very descriptive. This is Arnold Wilcox, speaking for the makers of Johnson's Wax Products for Home and Industry, inviting you to be with us again next Tuesday night. Good night. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.
2: Good night, everybody. May the good Lord Jesus Christ bless each one of you out there. We love you very much.
4: It's, over.
2: it's time to call
4: it a day. They've burst your pretty balloon and taken them away. It's time to walk. Just make your mind up. The piper must be paid, the party's over, the candles flicker and dim. Danced and dream through the night, it seemed to be right, just being Parties over, it's all over. Take off your makeup, the party's over. It's